Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 358. This is Russ, and I have Aaron, Rich, and Daryl. Hey, now. Hello. So some of us did our homework this week, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Newer. You, 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 you turned it in late. <laughs> we, I, yes, yes. Half credit. Shameful. Um, but I think Rich and I, Daryl, did you watch the Dead City trailer? He 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 saw it already. Yeah, I'd seen it. No, already. he didn't. Yeah, I did. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said you didn't. Okay. No, no, no. I watched it. Rich and I watched. Well, well, Rich and I watched it. Um, it looks good. Again, we, kind of like we talked about last week. Real Escape from New York kind of vibe. Yeah, because I said that. Very much a. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah, I mean, like, like the I said, uh, t- Undead Walker centipede at the end. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was like a crazy, like, what do they call that? A, a rat king? Like when all the rats get, Everyone like, their like tails them. get all, like, entwined with each other and they become just this big ball of mass, like, it, except it's a walker. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, sure. I, I had... I don't know if you guys have seen the new Evil Dead movie, but it certainly calls to mind a certain thing that happens in that movie. (laughs) No, I have purchased it. I have not watched it yet. It's a good one. I'm not a. I'm not a big. Yeah, I don't. We know you, Russ. This is the this is the only thing horror that you do. We get it. (laughs) It's strange because I liked Evil Dead one and two, and I loved Army of Darkness. Like I don't, but I have no desire to watch this new one. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know. Very strange. It's too bloody for me. Uh, did you see the remake? No, I no, did. The remake was excellent. I mean, I, it, there's it's no not bad Evil Dead movie. <laughs> yeah, so that's the that's the thing right there. <laughs> I, come to think of it, is there any bad Sam Raimi movies? Yeah, there's there's one or two that I'm not I'm big sure. on, and I I like Spider Man Three a lot more than most people. Uh, I love Spider Man Three. It. I do not. Love uh, I agree with some of the problems with it. It has but clear I don't issues. Care. I don't it has, care. It has a I lot of. It. it has personality, and personality goes a long way. <laughs> Tell me something John Watts did that's so directorially special in those MCU Spider-Man movies. Uh, this is a different podcast, guys. Uh, <laughs> yes. Because we know yes. Daryl, you're all obviously right. a fan of Tom Holland and all that he does, right? So. Yes. 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 Yes, I am. But it has a cool look. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I, I kind of like again time jump. I like the fact that whoever's behind all this has some history with Negan. So obviously there's something going on there. Oh, who's the um, bad guy? Who is it? It's I, somebody, right? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then the woman with him is the she was the um, she what was she in recently? Um, Oh, uh, Ozark. She was the crazy, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the crazy lady that married yeah, the teenage yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, there's a lot of problems yeah. going on <laughs> in this thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it looks, it looks good. I look forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping what this does is gives us an opportunity to, to, to get more of like old school Negan, you know, because he's obviously, he'll be in an environment where he could let loose and, and be kind of crazy. So, uh, so I, I'm, I'm, it looks like he's going to get a lot of zingers. That's for sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, g- glad you guys caught up with so the trailer we'll from two weeks ago. Good, good, good job. Yes. <laughs> Co-host of the Walking Dead TV podcast, the place to go for all things Walking yes. Dead related. <laughs> I, I watched it closely. I analyzed every second of it. Um, did a deep dive on each and every pixel. Sure. All right, so should we get into this week's episode, Season 8, Episode 2, Blue Jay? Let's do it. Yes. I was going to say our... For Toronto and back, baby. Our, yeah, our... our I, I, at first I was going to say our June-centric episode, but we we don't just get June. We get... Uh, no. We get Dwight and Sherry, and then we get a little sprinkling of uh, of Morgan and, and uh, Madison at the end, so... Um, but yeah, so it starts at the beginning and June is packing up what looks like a surgical kit. So she's got some, some, some tools and, and, uh, a gun, which clearly looks like it's a, a trank gun. You know, you can tell just, you know, she's, she's, she's loading up some tranquilizer, um, heads out when she was looking through the map. I, at first I saw Lynchburg on there and I'm assuming this is Lynchburg, Mississippi and not Lynchburg, Virginia, just because of the location sure. just because they tend to be in the swampy area right. um, and then to it would obviously take them much closer to where the folks on the main show are so yeah i lived in lynchburg for a little while as a kid that was in lynchburg virginia oh. <laughs> yeah uh, um so she's clearly putting up a bunch of signs you know stay away from padre it's all a lie and then there's writing on some of the signs too that clearly is not uh from from June. And so we see that she has a radio, she's listening to traffic. She goes out there, um sees two people from Padre in a boat and lines them up and sharpshoot tranks both of them. Um goes to the boat and what we find is uh, she takes off their fingers and then cauterizes the wound because she's got that she's got this little like hand torch thing. And I'm like, what's this? And she's heating up this metal, like a flat metal disc thing. Um, and, yeah, we find out uh, that uh, she's been taking fingers and putting them in a jar. Um, and- to, to be clear, she takes one index finger of each person, not right. all of their fingers. Yes. Yeah, g- yes. No, good no, point. No. I'm assuming that's, that's uh, yeah, the that's index good. finger because that's a trigger finger. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when she, we learn that later on. Yeah. So obviously it makes them the whole symbolism of it. Right. Obviously more difficult. Very, a very inconvenient finger to take off. Correct. I mean, that makes it much harder to pick your nose. Yes. Oh, um, so then we find she's in her little cabin there and, uh, somebody shows up. It's this guy. We find out his name's Adrian and he's looking for his daughter and even has a picture and June is like, look, you're you're not getting your daughter back. Um, and uh, this guy's like, look, we can fight them. We can do this. We, you know, there's more of us. There's a whole bunch of us. We're the ones that have been writing on your sign. He's been following her. He knows what, you know, kind of what she's up to. Um, and 
you know, she's got a gun on him too, so she's able to to kind of shoo him away and send him send him about his business. Um, June goes out again and finds two more people in a boat, which uh, again the people from Padre are kind of like um, covered up, so they have like a um, you know their faces are are covered and their and their heads are covered, uh, so you can't really see them. And so, what? Why might you ask? For plot reasons. That's it, because there's yes. no, but there's no discernible reason why these people need to be masking themselves. Not in a way that isn't protect. Like it, if it was a like a hockey mask or something, it's like oh, so they don't get it's, bitten on their face. It, it right? ain't a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Or the fencing mask, like we saw last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> so June takes out two more, goes up, goes to take the finger, and sees it's Dwight and Sherry. I was not uh, expecting this, so no, this was either. kind of a cool, a cool surprise. Like, and she's just like, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh, like of uh, all the people, um, you know, that I have to come across." And all the Walker gin joints in all the world. <laughs> I had to walk into your boat, um, Damn and they have a little boy with them. And again, Finch, Finch yes, very clearly telegraphed that this is, ja- you know, given the time jump. That this is Dwight and Sherry's kid, like it's it's very. Also, uh, the hair, uh, the hair gave it away yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're not giving this kid wavy hair because he's not one of their kids. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta be. Um, but again, they kind of go out of their way to not say it, but it's very clear. Like, why would they be so invested in this particular boy? Yeah. Um, turns out he has appendicitis. Awfully young to have like six, yeah. seven, seven years old to have appendicitis. I'm, he's liability. I mean, I, I guess it's possible, but yeah, I thought usually. I mean, it's not like they roll this; they play this card very often. So I'm like, I can accept this. It happens once in a while. Yeah. yeah <laughs> again, not. It was one of those things. I was like, hey, a little young for appendicitis, but not like, oh my god, this show. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't one of those. Who's things. handling all the kids with tonsillitis? That's what I'm asking. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My niece uh, had appendicitis when she was seven. Really? So, there you go. Oh, there you god. go. So, yeah. proven wrong once again. Thank oh. you, Mitch. Um, they uh, so they they explain to June like, look, they want to take him in, get him well, and then they're gonna and then take him and take him back. And now they want June to do the surgery because they know that she's a nurse, so clearly she knows how to do an appendectomy. Um, what was their plan before this? Like, what were they, were they just? Hoping they'd run into a doctor at some point? Or? I, I guess. Like, <laughs> no, they I, I said they, they were going to some medical tent thing or something. Okay, all right. Okay. But oh, okay. that's when, when when she cut, you know, hit them with the, the darts. That's where they said they were on their way to. Good and odds. Then, and then he was like, oh, but you're like super nurse, so let's let you do it. Yeah, take this kid to Vegas is what I'm saying. <laughs> The, yeah. the real dead city. I guess they were on a valid mission, I guess, at that point. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Like, on a valid mission to go get this kid. Yeah, because June they Hack to find was, the, the one expert doctor in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah June, I don't remember exactly what her conversation was per verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, how did you two get a boat together? And it was, I got reassigned and blah, blah, blah. So, right. like, and yeah. then that's when, I think that's when they, yeah, because they sent the kid over to the shore I get right, and that's when they're like, that, "That's our kid," or whatever. So I'll say, I'll say this: the you know, if we have to balance like the 
understanding already this is their kid and all this stuff and like thinking about the amount of time he'd have to spend like establishing what happened to Sherry and Dwight and they had a baby and all that versus this episode that's pretty, you know, economical as far as they're already together, they already have the kid, we're at like stage three of this. I'm right. happy with that. I'm happy that we didn't, you know, there's not three other episodes dealing with like she was pregnant and then they had to do all the Padre stuff, whatever the fuck. Right. And then we're now we're, we're here. Right. We're just done. We're done with all that stuff. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. I have a question for you guys, though. Did you trust Sherry throughout this whole episode? Her yeah. specifically? Yeah. yeah. OK, because I didn't. I don't know. There was just I, I don't know. I just because she she flip flops so many times. In the past, I just... Oh, that was so long ago, though. I know. I figure at, at this point, if they've been... If it's been this many years and the two of them yeah, are still exactly. there doing the thing... Yeah, like, yeah I mean, likely I did too, but it was just this in the back of my head. I'm like, I hope she doesn't pull some shit. So. <laughs> I'm just glad this, that this stuff played, panned out well as far as we spent a lot of time with Dwight being like, oh, I want to find my Sherry. Here's my letters and my bottles or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, good. At least they're together still. This this wasn't yeah, all for that. Yeah. And, and being a short season, <laughs> right. there's no yes. time for that. Like, you can't. There's, there's no time for another back and forth. Like, <laughs> no time for no flip-flops. We're all wearing shoes around these Yeah, parts. exactly. No, yeah, <laughs> there's right. no time for all that stuff. Like, I, I didn't even question it. I thought she was she was fine. Cut. <clears throat> All right. So June tells him um, that she knows where they can do the surgery. She knows of, of a place and, and takes them. And of course it's this train kind of out in the middle of nowhere that they show up to. Uh, Adrian shows back up with a gun. Um, and, you know, he, again, he sees the kid sees Dwight and Sherry working for Padre. And uh, again, he's trying to, to stress the point like, A, he's going to take this kid because it belongs with it, his parents and B, he, he wants help because there's, there's a bunch of them and they want to, they want to get their kids back. Um, of course there's a struggle to go to take the gun. It fires off, of course, other than making a loud noise that's going to draw a bunch of walkers in. It also hits the power fuse box thing or whatever and takes out the power. So now the train has no lights or anything to um, to to do any of this. Um, this is where we find out that June used to work on this train. That, again, we're finding more and more all these people that are a part of Padre. Like, you know, um, Morgan's a part of pa- Padre. You know, we found, obviously, that Madison was for a long time. Now J- uh, Dwight and Sherry are part of Padre. Now June was a part of Padre. And um, she said that they, you know, did experiments on the train with radiation um, at the behest of somebody called Shrike. That that sh- that there's... So, d- just a, a side, side note here. Is Shrike the one that shows up at the end... Yeah, strikes the lady, the lady yes. with the that's, previous episode. Yeah, okay, the that's yeah. that's the impression the, I got. The frizzy but, hair, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which we saw her last episode. Yeah, she's, she's like a padre lieutenant. Yeah, she's like yeah, it's second in charge or whatever. Um, but experiments with with radiation to try and kill the infection, and it turns out that they just ended up just killing a bunch of people, and none of it 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 didn't really it didn't really work. 
Um, yeah, the idea that they could, you know, without a lab, just kind of like, we'll just play over radiation. That sounds like Adam West rolling around in a radiation thing. Like, I'll get superpowers. You know, it'll happen. Yeah. Well, like, and June based <laughs> this whole thing on because she saw Alicia survive so long. I mean... Well, because Alicia was exposed, so she just, yeah. they just kind of put two and two together, right? right? Alicia was able to survive longer than anybody ever that has been bitten, and she was also exposed to higher amounts of radiation because of the but the bomb. So, I think. See, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that she died from the Walker thing. I, I mean, she was all the things she went through. I think she constantly just was having infections because of her situation and then eventually I mean because did we ever get confirmation that that's what was killing her for sure Chub Chub huh no she died from the bite it, it, they don't have time for any of that she's not coming back I don't know it just seems like a really stupid theory that's all I'm saying I mean again when you're grasping at straws and you have you know an unlimited supply of people that you could probably capture and, and test on. Right. Like why not? I mean, and, and again, Alicia was able to amputate the, um, the limb. Right. So mm-hmm. that was part of it too. So I think their whole thing is like, okay, well what happens when you can't amputate something? Let's, you know, let's, let's experiment I mean, on. Yeah. They're not exactly following the rules of yeah. Uh, yeah. research. Torture. Torture yeah. the living until they are a walker, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. And just you know, again, grasping at straws. Exactly. You know, what else are they? What else are they going to do? It, right. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, if it works, then great. If it doesn't, oh well. Like right. you know. Um. So Dwight's able to get the power back on somehow. The bullet in the interior, he's able to fix from the outside. Um. And and Dwight and Cherry, uh are going to try and take out, uh, Adrian. Um, we get a little bit more like in, in this part with, um, Dwight and Sherry, it seems like they've, they kind of talked, maybe they had like a falling out, but not like a, not like a, not like they've been apart apart, but just like they've kind of drifted somewhat, obviously with their kid being kind of taken in full time by Padre. Well, that's probably had some strain. Well, it on feels like they were yeah. separated after their kid was taken, yeah. that they were both put in different sections of whatever, you know, right. The facility is. And then from there, stuff. Yeah. right, right. And then, right. But then when their kid got sick, she kind of wanted, she, she found a way to work around it to get, on the detail to take this kid to get help. Yeah. Well, and now she's kind of got this revelation. Right. right? Once she found out what June was doing and what they were doing to these kids and experimenting on them and everything else. Now it's like, I'm not going back. Like, this is it. We're me and you are, you know, which again, we've seen where it's been Dwight a lot Mm -hmm. of times in the show since they've been reunited where he's desperate to keep the two of them Mm -hmm. together and to stay together and now we're seeing like Sherry's kind of had this moment of no, we need to get the f out of here and and take our son and just go be a family. And if we, you know, and Dwight's like, well, where will we go? What will we do? And she's just like, look, we just need to go. Like right. we need to get out of here because they have um, no information. It's like you're you're in this facility. It's not like you can look up stuff on the internet or whatever to research anything. And they're yeah. not talking to, you know, they're probably not telling everybody what they're doing. Of course, so it's like. Mm-hmm. 
you wouldn't you would only hear things here and there like but you wouldn't get any real information so it kind of makes sense that they would you know fall for this sense of you know safety because they have a kid i i kind of like that the show is realizing that because you know like you see in these these kind of movies, these uh, apocalyptic kind of movies, where they just take the kid and they just, you know, they go out into the wasteland. But it's like, there's no way you're going to be able to take care of this kid for long, for a long period of time. Well, and and they've been through, it's like, okay, we yeah. tried to be with this group, yeah. we tried to be with that group, we tried to be with this group. Like, none of it ever works out right. So I think they finally found, it's like, okay, we can see the quote-unquote good they're doing with these kids and at least giving them a purpose and right. keeping them safe and whatever. So, um, you know, the stick with what works kind of kind of thing. Um, so they're kind of having this this moment, the two of them, and, of course, the roof they're standing on on the, ca- on the train car caves in and they, yeah. and they fall. Um, and they can't get back to, to where June is. Uh, meanwhile, the kid is, like, starting to wake up again because she gave him some medicine to, to knock him out to do the surgery. <laughs> then the power goes out. Now Dw- Dwight and Sherry are gone, and and June is going to go try try and go after him, even though the kid is getting worse and worse, and he's starting to wake up. But but June goes after him ever uh, anyway, um, and of course June shows up, shoots a few of them. This is where we get into typical like kind of Walking Dead buffoonery, <laughs> like right. you a know, bit. <laughs> June yeah. shoots a few of them, then like a Walker bumps her, she drops the gun. It's nope. the kind of thing where, like, she gets through this whole thing, and it's like, oh no, one of them's gonna break. All of them break out at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she drops the gun, and of course, Adrian comes to the rescue. Like he's, uh, he 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 comes in. Um, and you get this this line. I I could have predicted this. I did predict this. But I was like, you shouldn't have come after me. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So of course, Finch wakes up from his. Uh, drug-induced stupor uh, ready to kick ass and uh, stabs a bunch of walkers, uh, of course. Of course. Um, and this is where Dwight and Sherry tell him that, no, we're... We, no, no, Finch, I am your father. <laughs> um, uh, and then we find out that... So, like, no. as, as they're making their way through the train, this is where Adrian finds out that his daughter is one of the walkers on the train and that she was... Yeah, she was dead, and um, turns out June treated her and explained what happened. It was like, no, she was, you know, you know, she was a kid. She went out. She ended up getting separated. She got bit, and Shrike had me bring her here to see if because she got bit on the back, we couldn't amputate. So she had me bring her here and tried to do the radiation therapy because we found this, you know, radiation machine in the hospital um, to try and see if it would cure her. And uh, it, it, it didn't work. And she let her turn. Um, and Adrian at this point is, he's kind of a man at the end of his rope anyway. You know, he, yeah. he's, he has oh, yeah. nothing. <clears throat> he's lost his kid. He's trying to hopefully thinking that his daughter is still on Padre and he, if he could just get back to her, he can kind of pull some semblance of his family together. Once he finds out that his daughter is on the train and she's gone, uh, he goes into the car that she's in, shuts the door and the daughter and every other walker in there just starts tearing into him. Um, They're moving pretty fast too. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so at this point, June ends up doing the surgery, stitches up Finch. He's he's good to go, and there, um, uh, Dwight and Sherry want to take her with you know, and she's like, "Well, I can understand you want you know." They basically, you know, it's the whole like your family, like your family too. Um, They're pretty know, much doing the "I'm going to retire. This is my last day on the job." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Conversation. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, this is when the Padre goons all show up and we find out that June's code name is Blue Jay. Like that was her bird name when she was with Padre and they want June to continue her work and she doesn't want, of course she doesn't want to continue the work. She doesn't want to do it anymore. She knew it was, it was bad and that's why she's been kind of on this one woman, uh, tour of vengeance. Um, across uh, across all these people she meets and severs their index finger. One of the more unique ways um, to get back at them. True, indeed. Yeah, like the like yes. the pun, like Punisher would be like, "All right, lady, <laughs> like, let's dial <laughs> this back a bit, baby." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she, of course she doesn't want to do it. Finch is still kind of in the in the bed from his surgery, and somebody goes in and brings in Adrian's severed head. Mm-hmm. And they attach it to the arm on the machine, and um, <laughs> they lower it down. And the head actually b- bites the ca- – again, it's TV CG, so it's like – it's a little funky. But I, I always give t- TV – like this isn't what I call network TV. Like HBO level or Showtime level CG, I kind of – I tend to be a little more harsh in grading it because they've got more right. budget. But like true TV, like when we watched Agents of Shield, I wasn't grading Agents of Shield CGI at the same level I was. For grading. how good their their laser tag rooms looked during their action sequences. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I grade on a curve, let's say. So, so obviously this head looks funky, but I did not expect them to go through with the head them actually biting the kid. Uh, yeah, uh, I, like, I, I really did. That's why the, like, I'm not even concerned of how it looked because I was just like, this is pretty intense, guys. Yeah, and absolutely. I was, yeah. I was shocked. Absolutely. I was a little shocked. That too. was a shocking thing. Um, and then, of course, they take June's finger off so she can't go, even if she Yeah, that away, didn't help she, either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She can't go back it to her ways. It actually did not make sense. Well, sure, now... If she gets away, they she want can't go. her to continue. Yeah, but they want her to continue her work. That kind of work, she obviously needs her hands. Rich, I mean, sure. she's got a I'm she's sorry. got a couple buckets full of index fingers. I don't think she's going to come back anytime soon to work. No. Yeah, I, I um, think they I think they kind of realize she's she's too far gone. We're not we're not getting her back on our side to do the work for us. No. And it's not like she has anybody with her to protect her, any leverage in this fact. There's nothing they can do against her. She's like Madison as far as there's and nothing they, to lose. Right. And they did a great job of making this person seem like a true villain, like, quickly. Yeah. Without, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. There's only there's only one strike I like, and it's in that, that mortal <laughs> engines movie <laughs> that, has, that features a love robot. That character's named Shrike. Cool. What else doesn't make sense to me is the fact that in the beginning – when June was out there doing this and uh, someone yells back over the radio about we got hit and all that, what'd you expect? She's been doing, or they've been doing this for years, blah, blah, blah. Then when she shows up on the train, she says, oh, I knew it was you because of taking the index fingers. And then she shows hers. Was I'm like, then how could... How, 
if you knew it was her doing it for years, why now? Why is it just now that you're Well, just because I well, said just, I just knew. Yeah, just because I, I, yeah. I don't have physical evidence that it's her. It's not like somebody took a picture on a camera phone. Like you well, just, it's not like they knew where she was. Yeah, they didn't know where she was. <laughs> she just assumed, like, when this all came up, she said, like she said, she assumed it was her. Yeah, it's probably the, probably well, it's the, not like, probably the it's runaway not like she doctor did this... that knows how to do suture up wounds and whatnot. Probably, yeah. probably her. <laughs> it's probably her. Well, and it's not like she was doing it. It's not like she was doing the crazy radiation work and moonlighting as, you know, taking people's finger off. I was like, like, clearly she started doing the taking the finger off after she left. Right. So they they didn't know where she was. Yeah, it wasn't her part time gig. Yeah. She's, she's not shadow toes at night. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they take off June's finger again. I think too, if she gets away, then she can't be out there sniping, you know, tranking all these oh, people. Sure. She's got not as well. She's got no index finger. <laughs> no. No, right, take a little yeah. practice. Correct. You know? And plus, this is a woman who's been pretty much fine with watching people turn slowly as they suffer. Yeah. So I mean, she's not the most uh, staple of, right. of people in the first place. She's sadistic. So that's where we end this story. I did not. So then next, I did not expect us to go back to Madison and Morgan. Now, granted, granted, it's it's very brief, um, but it's Madison, Morgan in back of the truck. And she's trying to talk to Morgan and try and basically push him into hero mode, like caring again and and understand, you know, like coming around to like not leaving, you know, Mo with with Padre and that this is a bad thing. And you, you know, he needs to go back to being like the old, you know, the old Morgan. Um, and of course, Madison has a quote unquote, uh, asthma attack. Um, Morgan gets them to pull over. And of course she was faking it. She gets the drop on the two schmucks in the truck. Schmucks in the truck is one of my favorite tells Morgan, games. I love that game. Schmucks in the truck. Yes. Uh, it's great. It's as good as answer the pants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but you kind of—I um, mean, I—I I, as soon as I saw the truck, I—I I figured it was Morgan and and Madison. I just, sure, but it just seemed like the episode was like, "Oh, we're done." <laughs> like that's this week's episode. Right. Like, oh right. no, that extra scene here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we get this little bit. Um, so of course, Morgan, she's able to to Morgan takes off, and of course, Madison. I I don't think it, I think it's kind of implied here that she's probably she was more interested in making sure Ma- Morgan yeah. got away. Than subduing these two, oh, these two sure. offices. But the so funny thing is, I'm pretty sure she's gonna. Have, both gonna of them together her. could have taken out those those those. Could, yeah, in yes. A second, and right? they both could have ran away. But they yeah. need Madison inside uh, the Padre again. I'm assuming. And maybe if they like, you know, if they start willfully killing Padre people, then Padre, whoever the hell, is going to get all mad and be like, "Now we're going to execute these people instead of just taking them back or something." It's like right. <laughs> better to just like get away than like cause further right. harm. Plus, we need to see why yeah. he feels like he can't do it. Like, what made him quit the first time? Because we still haven't seen that, and they seem to really yeah. be building to that to this thing of why do they feel like they have to give in to Padre when they fought so many other, you know, groups before. Yeah. Right. Other settlements. Yeah. They, they, right. they took them apart. I love that Coleman Domingo is still listed as, as a, uh, like a <laughs> star of the show. Know, right? Sailor Bruce, Dave Rubin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rube Blades, yeah. Well, yeah. he's showing up next week. It's kind of funny. We'll see. 
And that's where the that's where this week ends with uh, with Morgan running off into the swamp and <clears throat> Madison probably getting <laughs> resubdued. So, <clears throat> I mean, overall, a pretty yeah. tight episode. Like, I mean, I didn't uh, not not too much craziness hap- happened. Again, we've you know as we talked about before, uh, I saw some comments online that would kind of question. It's like, oh, it's 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 this anthology um, you know version of the show. And I think no, no, that's not what an anthology is. No, we, no, we got one of those, yeah. right? But I mean, the crit. Yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't agree with that criticism of the show. I think what they're getting is like, oh, we don't have the group together again. But uh, well, like we've talked about in the past, them doing this allows them to kind of focus and do enough character work. Right. That we don't feel like everybody's kind of getting short shrift, and the plot just kind of barely limps along when they have to just keep hopping from, you know, place to place to place. Right. So it, it also the group's not together that, that often. Let's not act like, oh man, these yeah, are so the group exactly, was always yeah. together. Especially yeah, on this, this show. show. Also, yeah. the, the, the times I remember the group being together, it's like that airplane plot, which we all hated. Like, what yes. do you want? <laughs> the boat. Exactly. The boat. Yeah, the big boat. Mm. Well, to be fair, the boat stuff was like, at least that's fun. It's when they got off the boat. That's where like, okay. Yeah, like the uh, compound yeah. that create well, uh, the compound yeah. where they first meet. Yeah. All right. So, what do we think? How many how many Tobies do we give this week? So, Rich, you were you were harsh on it last week. I'm curious. I'm I'm inquiring minds want to know how many Buster how many Tobies do you give it this week? Well, I I I, I must say, like Jenna Elfman, I think she killed it. I thought that uh, she cut it off. All right. Well, yeah, uh, I'm just saying that um, with with what she had to work with, she definitely I don't know. There were some really good scenes with her. Um, I thought there was some weird leaps in logic on things. I thought that there was contradictions, and um, I still think the writing is just bad. And um, yeah, but this one, I mean, it was a little bit of an improvement. I feel about the same relief that I guess Luke did when they picked him up at the end of uh, Empire. Um, that equivalent? That's where you're at? Yeah, about there. <laughs> I just, I, I'm not, I'm it's not trying. It's a lot like falling down an endless shaft only to be picked up by my friends on the Millennium Falcon. Wow. Yeah, yeah, except for the kissing his sister part, so... Um, but yeah, I, I'll give it to two Tobies. <laughs> wow, Aaron for the for the contrast. I'm <laughs> three and a half again. I, I like this episode. I like the compared to last week, which was a little more expand. Despite it was only being like around a few characters, it was still more expansive in a scenery way. This one's more contained. Obviously, it's more claustrophobic by using a train for a lot of it. And I appreciated the, the the way it lowered the scale back a little bit to kind of tell a more intimate story. And then it just, I it really went dark <laughs> in ways that I was not mm-hmm. expecting, even for this yeah. show. You know, like it was, it made some choices. Um, I, so like that sense of surprise was something. I don't disagree as far as like the quality of the writing, but you know, I've been complaining about the writing on the show for you know a decade. So it's not like that's a new element for me to like suddenly wrap my mind around. I think it's, you know, it is what it is, but I do appreciate what the actors are trying to do out of this. I think Jen Elfman, yeah, is very good here. I, you know, the cast in general, they're doing, they're doing the job. No, there's no weak link in this cast as far as I'm concerned when it comes to like doing this stuff, regardless of how good the dialogue is. And I do think the, yeah, the, you know, the tension holds up well, 
Um, I since we're kind of shuffling around to kind of catch up all the characters, I'm I'm still intrigued by what's you know what the status quo is for everybody. So no, I like this episode. It was good. I, I had a good time watching it. Darryl? I give it three and a half. Uh, Toby's too. I enjoyed it. I I think I like that it's tight. This one was pretty tight episode. It flowed pretty well. I like the villain. Uh, the way they introduced the villain, it really felt like she was a true villain for this show. I think you know compared to the other villains who've been weaker in the previous seasons, this was. I think she's pretty strong. Um, I, I think uh, Jen Elfman did a great job in conveying just the the contained desperation. Like she almost reminded me of Morgan in a way when he, you know, when in Clear, where they kind of tap into that, where she's just focused on just getting these, you know, this group and why and and kind of learning why she wanted to do this uh, and and hurt this group the way that she wanted to hurt them. Um, and I, I, I like Dwight and Sherry's story. I think it was, it worked and what they did at the end to their son, like that was really like, it was almost hard to watch. I mean, and surprising and it's great for walking dead to, you know, for a walking dead show to surprise us. Like, I think that that's, you know, we kind of get used to it after so many seasons of things, you know, characters not being hurt in the way that they're not being hurt. But to do what they did with putting their kid in jeopardy, I mean, that that was something that I, I didn't expect. I, you know, we expected them to June to be like, all right, I'll do it. And then them stopping and not, you know, hurting their kid. But, you know, to see them do what they did and the way that they did it, it was just it, it raises the stakes for the next episode for me um so yeah i i'm liking it i'm taking it yeah i think uh i'll I'll hat trick it and three and a half for me i uh i i I thought it was a step up from last week Uh, i thought jen elfman was was really good um I, i you know again the other thing is dwight and sherry like i think at times dwight and sherry can be a little irritating like just with their interplay overwrought yeah yeah right um so it was nice to kind of see them on the same page and and you know kind of you know back back at it and and them not to just fall into the to the dwight and sherry tropes um and it's nice to kind of have a subtle villain right like not some Mm -hmm. over the top like uh like what's her face from from you know last season uh right the the one from uh, from the boys I forget I forget her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um you know I, th- I think you can sometimes just have a subtle villain that works works well and I think with with Shrike I think they they kind of have it where she doesn't have to be this over the top presence to um to to convey evil so yeah I, th- I think it's it's good I'm I'm curious to see how things progress uh, with these next four episodes that we've got so that's what we thought. Uh, what did the Facebook group have to say this week? Well, yes, we do have the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast, where plenty of the listeners can gather and voice their opinions on the show every week as I try to post a uh, rating post. Everyone can throw in their thoughts um, and feel free to join said group because, yeah, lots of interaction over there. Uh, we have a couple ratings this week. We have one from Kevin Barry. He writes, four finger removal is now allowed under the Hippocratic Oath out of five. 
I am expecting members of the gang to get back together each episode, so I won't judge how convenient it has been. I was entertained. There was a level of danger and consequence for our heroes, and I thought the story was interesting. If only we could get some cake again in Fear the Walking Dead universe, maybe Chubb will like an episode in the final season. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, okay, we have uh, Shota Sunamura. He writes, four middle fingers out of five, almost a hand. Okay, one with June collecting middle finger with the with June collecting the fingers gave me Clone War flashbacks of Chopper the clone, not the astromech, cementing B one battle droid fingers. The aesthetics fit with June looking like she's gone Rambo. Two, it kind of feels like June is sniping at the same location all the time. Probably not, but if so, while shoot a dart into me one shame on you. Do it twice. Am I right? Wouldn't June notice? Finch before shooting the pigs. He said he hid under the tarp after she, after she shot them. So what was the plan here? June does does the surgery, then takes Finch back. Loving these kids' bird names, by the way. And then what tell or report to Padre that the surgery was a success? He never reported to the clinic. That's a red flag to me. Three. Look, I know you guys have questions, but your seven year old son's appendix might burst at any moment, and the person doing the surgery is a longtime friend who you fought aside with. I think you can ask, so what's up with this book after Finch is in the green? Wait, was that Daniel on the other side of Adrian's radio? Uh, four. Padre is worse than Sanctuary. Negan didn't believe in child soldiers. Also, Dwight asking where we would go. It's not like we know any settlements in Virginia that would take us in after our contributions to all exactly. at war. Being in Padre has made... Uh, has, has made honey honey d forget to have conversations when 99 percent know they're safe i think he's thinking but, lynchburg is virginia which mm. it's, it's mississippi so it doesn't matter no but i mean he's saying we don't know any settlements in virginia well they're not no i know but but still i'm just that's part of my problem is is like these are characters yes i understand they were down and they've lost so many times but man there is a whole North American continent that you're on. You're going to tell me you're just going to give up and stay in the... No, that's that's part of my problem with the whole thing. So, yeah, I agree with them here. Five, you know if I were Padre, which I promise, which I'm not, I promise, I would just hmm. use the word the word patent to the younger kids rip that word from the textbooks but that's just me if i was building a child army for or to fight the crm maybe is he saying is he trying to say use the word patent like george s yeah maybe for a seven-year-old whose appendix might burst at any second this kid sure can turn the paint on and off when he wants to padre never lost a kid except hannah and ren and probably now finch Look, it's hard to get a new slogan, okay? Do child emos walkers do child emos walkers age? Um, six Shrike's explanation of how she found Blue Jay were using our made up names is kind of a stretch. Something tells me this cure is Shrike's side project and not Padre's, at least starting it back up at the very least. Shrike, I need you to make a cure, but I need you to take your finger just so who's in charge, just to show who's in charge. <laughs> Basically, a stormtrooper, uh, ma'am, doesn't that impede Blue Jay's work, though? Shrike, exactly. I'm not, I, look, I'm not complex bad villain. It's not my job to think things through. Uh, Dwayne Morgan's thinking about Dwayne. All right. 
I'm just laying down what's presented here. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get all of that, but what I did get, I agreed with. Well, there you go. Okay. I am. I mean, I am curious what this. We're once again trying to do this cure thing, how far that's going to go. They notably didn't yeah. show much more with Finch after he got bit, so we'll see what happens there. They're going to bite a child on... I mean, they've killed plenty of children on this show, though, so who knows? Maybe he's just dead. <laughs> who knows? Whatever. Yeah. All right. That about does it. So, Aaron, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, a few places these days. I host the podcast Out Now there today with my friend Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases, and I'm also currently a co-host on the Summer of '93, a podcast that's part of the Brandon Peters Show, where we're talking about the summer movie lineup from 30 years ago, back in 1993. I write movie reviews for We Live Entertainment, and I'm on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Mr. Taylor, uh, yeah, you can. Hear me. The most recent podcast will be uh, DC All Stars, where we will finish up the current Flash uh, event, the One Minute War. Um, and after we do that, we should be jumping on to a new Gotham by Geeks episode uh, with Russ, my co-host on this show, and uh, also Hassan as well. All right, Rich. Well, if you follow very closely on my socials, you'll be able to uh, um, keep up with all of the New York Times crossword puzzles and uh, Wordle puzzles that I solve on a daily basis. Other than that, that's about it. Cool. Yeah, and stay tuned here for me over on on the Walking Dead TV podcast and, like Daryl said, over on Gotham by Geeks on his Taylor network of podcasts. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week uh, with a, another episode. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, and until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, keep your fingers inside the ride at all times. <laughs> true that, true that. <laughs>